The flyover state sports show is for a mature audience. It contains strong language and adult situations. We do not own the rights to any audio of the podcast. Viewer discretion is advised. Is this on? We'll be taking a victory lap over the entire show about how right I was about conference realignment and how wrong everyone else was who didn't listen to me. As previously stated, I am your host, Sam Long, and I am joined by Caleb, not as right as Sam, Beans Jubal. How am I not right? I agreed with you. You, Yes, you only agreed. You brought nothing to the table. You were a follower. You had no opinions, no sources. So I wasn't right or wrong. I was just... You know, you happy to be worse. there. Swiss, I was worse. worse. Uh, Switzerlandish. I was Switzerland. How? What are people from Switzerland called? Swiss. I don't Swiss? know. Swiss. Are they Swiss? Swiss? You are Swiss. That's worse than any opinion. In this business, beans, you need to have strong opinions that you strap from the mountaintop, so you can either be right or push content for how wrong you were, and you chose none of that. I was the middleman. I supported you in all of your effort. I was like the father and the mother, like just like watching you, like take your first steps and just saying, go, my son, go and do what you want. If you were the father and then I, as the child, started doing, you know, nuclear physics and you had no fucking idea what was going on, but you just cheered behind me. Exactly. That was me. I was like, that's my son. That's my son. He did it. He's doing it. I, you, you built a new, by the way, did you see Oppenheimer? Oh my God. Yes. I didn't talk about it last week and I wanted to, did you see it? Oh, dude, it's so good. <laughs> do we get to like spoil any of it or do we have to do like a non-spoiler thing? We'll do that after a conference alignment because okay. I have- I've only been able to talk with my mother and Matt about Oppenheimer. How can you spoil a movie that's about history? Like, we know Oppenheimer made the bomb. Spoiler, he dropped it. Like, I don't know how you could spoil this movie. What 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 movie did you watch? He didn't drop no shit. He didn't okay, well, he didn't drop it, but spoiler alert, it was dropped. Like, it, like yeah, yeah. you know. Like, oh, he made it. And, like, you know, you, you've seen the previews. You know Einstein's in it. Um, like there's no like split. You can talk we'll, about the context. We'll get back to that beans. Okay. All right. I, I want to take my victory lap. I okay. Let's, let's, let's lap. Let's lap. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to lap as soon as everyone, you know, follows us on Twitter at underscore, underscore F3S. That's underscore, underscore F3S on Twitter slash X slash fuck Elon Musk. And while you're there, you can buy some merch. There's a link in our description. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, all the good things on Apple Pod and Spotify and the YouTube if you're watching. But Beans, conference realignment. I went on the air with Cody Totten last week and laid out the foundation of what was going to happen. She said, quote, it would be exciting, unquote. And to that I say, it was a very eventful day Friday. Did you get to keep up with 
any of the absolute pandemonium that was happening from about the hours of eight to noon. So yes and no, like it, it just seemed like just round after round just kept firing off. And so it was like, okay, I, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to wait for Sam to explain all of this to me. And here we are now. Oh, dude, it was so easy. I, I, did, I basically stopped work around nine o'clock after seeing the initial tweets. So basically by the end of Thursday night, it was very apparent that Arizona was going to probably join the big 12 Arizona state had kind of mucked up the gears on that or never a little bit, but Oregon, Washington, Stanford and Cal were like in talks with the big 10. But then lo and behold, we get to about nine o'clock on Friday and suddenly there's a report going around from all the major media outlets that they're having a meeting, which wasn't a surprise, but that they were intending to sign the grant of rights, which would have, um, you know, bound them to this Apple TV contract and ended all the expansion. But instead, apparently Oregon and Washington just like didn't show up, and just joined the Big Ten because the Big Ten threw some more money at them to get them in there. Or Fox threw more money at them to get them into the Big Ten. Them twos are in the Big Ten. Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, Big 12. Now you got a pack four. You smoking that pack, that pack four pack, brother. What? So now what's going to happen with the pack four? Are they going to just... Well, Sit back. So, so there's a couple of things, right? So there's a couple of ways that things can go. One of them is kind of off the table for now, though. So to explain the very boring aspects of college football to you, when we refer to the Power Five, you know, your former Pac-12, your Big 12, Big 10, SEC, ACC, that is basically what is referred to as the autonomy five in like a technical sense, which pretty much means that they get like bigger shares of revenue and yeah. have more voting power. It's really not any, there's really, those conferences could stink, but they would get all of those things because, you know, autonomy five crap, whatever. And that's like an official designation given to them by like the NCAA and they voted on them with themselves, all this crap. That's why like the AAC doesn't get like all this stuff and why everyone like, you know, excludes them because, you know, the power five schools can pretty much not vote for them to be autonomy. Yeah. So right now you have four team conference with uh, Oregon State, Washington State, Stanford and Cal. And it is very advantageous for the Pac-12 to survive in the sense that if you can backfill, I think you have to get back up to eight teams mm -hmm. whatever, to be eligible for the college football playoff and like your autonomy status. If you can get back up to eight, then you can just back for the Pac-12. Everything's fine in air quotes. Yeah. Like you work through it that way. Problem is, is the TV contract for the Pac-12 expires at the end of uh, June next year, and all the other TV contracts from your AACs and your Mountain West extend further past that. Yeah. So what does this mean? Well, 
on July 1st of 2024, every team except except for Oregon State, Washington State, Cal and Stanford, in air quotes, because we'll get to that here in a second. I don't know if you've heard these rumors yet. Um, basically, they're gone, and there's no one to backfill with. Now, one of the things that have been proposed is that the Mountain West would merge with like those four teams. And essentially, the Pac-12 would just eat the Mountain West, and that would be that. They would just kind of be the Pac-12. Yeah. Or whatever. But that seems unlikely, given the fact that Stanford and Cal don't necessarily want to be involved with all of those schools. Um, another thing that has been thrown out there, which isn't like possible, apparently San Diego State tried to basically... So basically the Mountain West dissolves nine teams decide they're leaving all at once. The problem is there's not nine teams that would be joining there to like, you know, get out of their buyout because their buyout to join for the 2024 season would be $34 million where they'd be going to a conference that at best would have a streaming deal with Apple for 20 to $25 million. Oh, so there's not a lot of options and that, but, like, I mean, if you could get four Mountain West schools, you could then pick off, you know, your Tulane's, your Memphis, your South Florida's from the AAC, and you could make, like, you know, some coast-to-coast kind of pack conference that's really more academically higher and everything. Because, I mean, those, uh, those schools, except Memphis, are AAU accredited. But, uh... The big problem that's happening right now, Beans, is uh, you'll never guess what conference is courting Cal and Stanford. Let me guess. The Big Ten. No. The SEC? The The ACC? Yeah, the Atlantic Coast Conference has currently, over the past couple of days, held talks with Stanford and Cal about having them come in. This is to kind of mitigate the whole Florida State mess that's been going on. I don't know. Have you heard about the Florida State mess? Yeah, I've heard about Florida State and how. Florida State and Clemson are pissed because they don't get paid paid as much and their grant of rights they can't get out of. So this is like, you know, one of those things that they can do to increase the value. Stanford and Cal, Stanford and Cal would be, you know, Stanford and Cal would essentially be playing on the West Coast in an East Coast conference, which would be kind of funny. So, okay, I, I have asked this question in our group chat before, but I want to ask for our audience because I know they're probably asking these same questions because I am an average human being like all the our other listeners. Why doesn't the NCAA step in and like, do they like want this to happen? Do they not care? Like they what's don't have any power over the teams necessarily on conference affiliation. This is just an athletic conference affiliation. So they have no say in no. that to me that just seems like just like a lack of power. Like you you, you can kind of like Well, lose. I mean so the NCA has so here's the thing, Beans. I mean the NCA has the authority to govern teams for following the rules under the guise of the NCAA. The NCAA has rules for basically level playing field rules, essentially, or like, you know, rules for how much you can practice. And they 
in the, as the governing body, they enforce those. But there's no rule on the book for who you're athletically associated with, right? Like, I mean, look, I mean, back in the day when we're forming conferences, as this is going to be very um, on the nose and poignant, but Northwestern makes a fuck ton of money for this new Big Ten deal because they just so happen to be in the same area as Ohio State and Michigan, who just so happen to be two of the best football programs in the history of college athletics, who just so happen to carry a conference to a bajillion dollars. And it just so happens that their like president at the time was buddies with that those presidents like a hundred years ago. Uh-huh. Like we're we're not like, you know, we we are not like actually like when you think of conferences and like like conferences being regional are just like luck, right? It's like you getting born in America versus you getting born in North Korea. Yeah. Like somebody's consciousness right now that's in their brain in North Korea is thinking, wow, I'm or like wherever, whatever dictatorship you want. But they're like, wow, this is shitty. And then my consciousness is like, wow, their situation is shitty. But like the thing is, is like, why does Vanderbilt like get a bajillion dollars? Well, because their president rubbed elbows with the right people who somehow managed to become some of the biggest brands in college athletics because Alabama hired Bear Bryant from Texas A&M and they won a bunch of titles and Vanderbilt just so happened to be in the same conference, same for like Kentucky, right? Like the University of Chicago was in the Big Ten for a while, mm-hmm. but like they dropped sports or dropped football. And it's like, well, the University of Chicago would be making a billion dollars athletically if like they just stuck it out for a hundred years. Right? I think they have a more recent they have a more recent Big Ten football win than Northwestern does. I, I did see a stat that Northwestern hasn't won a football game on American soil since like 2021 or something. Which hasn't won a what? A a Northwestern hasn't won a game on American soil since 2021, I think is what it was. Because like their one win in 2022 uh, was uh, like in Ireland. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So they don't have a win on American soil in the past like year, like year. Yeah. Some change. But anyways, I mean, like the thing is, the NCAA doesn't have authority to tell any school that they have to be confined to like a conference because a conference is just what like like really what is a conference being? It's a bunch of schools saying, oh, we're going to like be in the same group. So that way, like we can schedule against each other. Yes. It, it really the conferences are made for traveling purposes, but as you know, travel advances, then like you don't need need conferences. Plus, also as I've alluded to you in the group, all this kind of starts with the Supreme or with uh, the NCA versus the nineteen eighty four uh, Oklahoma Board of Regents case, 
which basically, to keep a long story short, basically the NCA limited and produced games and like said who was going on TV, where and how much and whatever. And then other teams and conferences wanted to like control that. And the NCA said, no, we're going to kick you out of the NCA if that happens. So they sued them. And then the court was like, well, that is a violation of the Sherman Antitrust Act. So really, the ability, that would probably almost fly in the face of that ruling if they restricted where schools could go, because then you're restricting what kind of TV access those teams can have based yeah. on forcing them into an athletic conference. Yeah. But then you can't mandate that ESPN and Fox and everyone has to, you know, pay a certain amount per conference to keep everything the same, because then that also flies in the face of that ruling. So really, the athletic conference is just for scheduling purposes that just so happens to be worth a ton of money because people want to watch those teams. So the NCAA yeah. really can't do anything with that. And that's how you end up with, you know, West Virginia in a Midwestern conference, which then expands to Florida and to Ohio, and then eventually to all four corners of except New Mexico. Um, do you think with all this happening, do you see any conference name changes? Like it's no longer the Southeast conference. It's no longer. Well, you know, I would argue it is still the Southeast conference. The, the, the geography of the Southeast conference has not. The, the change in the map of the Southeastern conference has been in like 1994 five adding arkansas or 19 whatever it was adding arkansas which is basically on top of louisiana and then adding texas and uh oklahoma so yeah I mean, is it still southeast eh. but it's still pretty here's the one thing i have seen so much stuff about how the sec still has a very contiguous like and regional feel to it because it's all connected and the Big 12 is like pretty much the same thing, minus three teams. But I digress. Yeah, no, that's very true. Uh, um, so there is too much brand. So one, the Big Ten is not going to ever change their name because they were with they. The Big Ten's been ha, ha, the Big Ten has had eleven schools since like the nineties. Yeah, or the eight the eighties or nineties. I don't remember what Penn State joined. Um, and there's too much brand identification with that. Um, and the ACC is not going to change their name either because there's too much brand identification with it. And the SEC is not going to change it because there's too much brand identification. The Big 12 is the only one that maybe might change it, but then you have to pay for all new branding and everything. And why would you do that? Well, they they rebranded their Big 12 logo back in 20, what was it, 12, 15 or something like that, somewhere in there. They, like that, but I mean, there's they, been logo changes all the time. I mean, the SEC. Actually, when did uh, your mark come in? Well, that logo has been there before your mark. Was it before your mark? Okay. Yes, that, that logo has been there for a while. Yeah. It used to be, I mean, it, it, there used to be several different iterations of the logo. Yeah. But. So. I mean, the thing of it, I, I think it changed at it changed around the first uh, conference title game when that came back. So whenever that was, that was uh, like twenty fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. It was it was in that time frame. 
I was still in high school when it happened. Yeah. So sometime around then. Yeah. So with uh, that, so with that, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to cover this topic here at some point, but so so Eli Drinkwitz came out, the head coach of Missouri came out and um, kind of spoke his two cents on the deal. Um, You know, he kind of came out and said, you know, uh, I, I, I'm not going to read it quote for quote, but he basically said, you know, our, why don't, you know, this is a football decision. You know, all these grownups are making decisions for 18 to 24 year old kids. Uh, have we thought about softball? Have we thought about baseball? Have we thought about, you know, other activities? And he's, he came out and said, you know, he, he pulled the mental health card and said like, you know, what's the number one reason for uh, mental health issues? It's lack of sleep. Well, when you, whenever you start incorporating these travels cross country, you're losing sleep. Your parents can't come and see you as often at these games, et cetera, et cetera. He, you know, he came out and kind of against um, conference realignment. Um, uh, what, what, what was your thoughts on what Eli Drinkwitz had to say? Missouri plays in the SEC East. That's all I want to say. Yeah. 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 Which is hilarious that they play in the SEC East. Um, I mean, Fresno State has is in the Big 12 Conference for equestrians. I mean, like, we this isn't anything new. I, I, like, Yeah, sure, fine, whatever. It's bad. Yes, I get it. I don't know, man. What do you I want? Mean, what, I, well, I don't so, so, want. so with Eli Drinkwitz, like he received a massive salary bonus and uh, con- like a contract extension. You know how he gets that contract extension from the TV deals that the conference makes. So for him to come out and say he's against conference realignment, but most of his contract is probably 95% coming from whatever came from that TV deal. I mean, I mean, look, dude, I get it. And like, everyone's, everyone is going to pull the mental health cards and shit, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the common theme. And I get it. But like, what do you want them to do? Do you want the PAC 12 to stick together and take a TV deal that's going to pay them 20 million to where like you're relying on people to get Apple TV and to lose it, lose exposure to the lose exposure to like, you know, linear TV and basically just hope on a prayer that enough people subscribe to Apple TV to like make those schools viable or like, here's the thing. How do you actually make an athletic budget when it's like, well, we're going to make 20 million this year, but it like, you know, it could be like this. If we get this many subscribers, or it could be this, like, how do you want them to say there's, no, there's nothing set in stone. Like you can't determine but how do you want to like balance the athletic budget then? Like, yeah. Like if, if we don't get enough subscribers, then like, we're going to be in the red. Like I, I get that sounds very dumb. And you like, have to also create your own advertising with that. Like if you're somebody like, like UCLA, that doesn't work for you because nobody watches your games. Nobody goes to your games. That, that's hard. You're, and then you're going to push people. Don't come to our home games. Watch us on TV so we can get those subscriptions. You know, I mean, it, it wouldn't. Here's the thing. It's not a problem if it's the SEC. Because I know every Alabama fan in the world is going to buy Apple TV if it means that the Crimson Tide are going to be on Apple TV all the fucking time. 
But you know who I don't know who's going to do that? Fucking people from Cal. Like, who who the fuck is buying? First of all, two, anyways, you got to pay for Apple TV, and then you got to pay for the Pac-12 channel on top of it. And so you got to buy, like, that's the thing. If you already have a cable provider, then, like, are you cutting cable so you can go get Apple TV now? And so that way you can walk, watch the Pac-12 as well, because you're not going to pay for Apple TV and your cable provider. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, look, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm the end-all, be-all on anything, but I'm not buying Apple TV and then paying for the Pac-12 if that was the case. Are you doing it? No. I don't, I mean, I just don't see what the demo is. Like, it's people who are big, like, K-State was on Apple TV, I would do it. But, like, if you can, canvassing, like, all of your other friends, I mean, look, if you're, like, if you, if it's 10 dudes, right? that are like in a fraternity, the 10 dudes like ship in and all pay for Apple TV together. And they just watch the games together. So no, it's yeah. like one subscription for 10 people. Like, no, yeah, all- there's, there's ways around it. Yeah. So I, I don't know, but back to the mental health thing. Yeah. It, it fucking sucks. Um, I don't know. Talk to your AD, be mad. Well, about- it, it, here, here's my, here's my, you know what my thing is too. This is this is why I have such like Oklahoma, Texas, out of nowhere. USC, UCLA, really out of nowhere. We, I, I have been talking, and everyone has been saying, not, well, not everyone, but like someone like me has been talking about for the last year, year and a half, about how these schools might change conferences. Because they can't get a TV deal. And I have some random, anonymous, like, unverified source on my phone. And you got Grant Fluger, or Greg Fluger, excuse me, who was, like, one of the guys who set, was talking about USC and UCLA to the Big Ten before, like, it happened. Like, you have, like, several people who have, like, been correct about things in the past saying, this might happen. And you know what every everyone loves to complain but before like after everything happens. Like they need to complain before because the information was already there. Yeah, as, I mean as you know as you know, Colorado leaves and you're a softball player, you need to get with your AD, you need to cause a fucking fit online to put the pressure on them not to leave. But everyone's just like, well, Colorado's just going back to the Big 12, and they don't mean anything. And it's like, this is, like, it's incredible. Like, we've had a year. It, like, I've been telling you for a year that this is going to happen. And you don't see anybody leaving. And honestly, like you mentioned in the earlier part of the show, travel has changed tremendously. And I'm sure if you go to any of those players, say, go to a baseball player and say, hey, are you going to give up your, you know, your time for school to, are you going to quit baseball or are you going to, you know, sacrifice some time, travel at night, get home later, et cetera. I'm 10 times out of 10, nine times. I'm not going to say 10 times out of 10, nine times out of 10, all those baseball players are going to say, yeah, we'll sacrifice a little bit of time, a little bit of sleep to go travel Cause they love the sport more than they love sleeping. Sometimes that, that that's the sacrifices they're willing to make. 
classes. You know, there's a reason these athletes show up a month before everybody else signs up for classes. It's so they can get those easier classes, not saying anything, but that's why they show up early. It's so that way they can get the, the easier classes. They have a lot more resources for academics, a lot more resources for studying. They have a lot more people to help them, a lot more tutors. Like they, they have resources. And if they're failing because of this, that's kind of on them. Like at this point, I mean, look, right. If you're concerned about your parents being a, Look, I don't know what to tell you if you're on, if you're in California, right? Go to San Diego State, I guess. I don't know. Go to a conference where, like, the, the there's there's a ton of California schools in the Mountain West. I know that's not exactly what you want to do, but like, you could always go to one of those schools. You can go to Arizona or Arizona State. Like, they're gonna have, like. Like, look, the one girl who got, like, big, you know, retweeted by everyone is, like, an Arizona State girl whose parents live in California. And, like, they would be able to go see all of her games because, like, it's road tripping. And, like, that – there's a bunch of other things about that that, you know. And, but that only affects Arizona the 1%. State. That affects the 1% of those players. It, look, the thing is, is the, the Pac-12 is gone. And, like, you know what? That fucking sucks. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It, it fucking sucks. Um, an entire region of people are out in an athletic conference that's been there for 108 years. But, like, that's business. Should have signed the deal that the Big 12, like, signed, I guess. I don't know. Well, and, well, like, you just mentioned that girl about softball. There's no other you like there's no other division one source now with like a you know as good of an opportunity as like playing at USC now. Like you're you like you said, you're gonna have to like settle a little bit. Like I mean you have to weigh your options here. Your options are go to Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, something like that, where you will be playing some of the former, you know. Pac-12 schools, and then in some Middle America schools, yeah. Or you can, or you can go to like USC and UCLA, where you're going to play at least Washington, you the other LA school, and uh, Oregon. But then everything else is Nebraska and East. I was going to say you're still guaranteed your home games. That's a good point. So I don't know. Like I said, it only affects. It only affects 1%. Like what the ADs have to think about here is, is like what's going to help us out. Cause those athletic facilities, they don't pay for themselves. You know, those apartments that they stay in, they don't pay for themselves. Yeah. They don't, they, none of that pays for themselves. So that, 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 that was a, as much as Texas doesn't want to admit it. Women's rowing national titles don't fucking pay for shit. No, they don't. Football and, Sometimes basketball, and in the rarest of rare cases, I think some baseball teams are slightly profitable. I do think I do think with this whole realignment, I think the Big Twelve has kind of improved. They improved their football mark, but I think their basketball just got better. Their basketball got better at the top. There yes. is definitely worse teams in the conference for basketball. There are, there are, but I think I think from a a, a perspective of athletics, I think. I think 
basketball has really we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of te- we're gonna get a lot of viewings as far as like as a Big Twelve conference because of basketball now. I I would be under the impression that the Big Twelve the Big Twelve has, in my opinion, what's uh, ooh my unverified source. Uh, what's that? Ah, that that isn't anything. That's just him being a troll. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So for the big in the Big Twelve's perspective, right? I, I think, you know, you lose OU and you lose Texas, and those are two powerful brands. But I think for the most part, you recover pretty nicely for football, and I don't think you lose too much for basketball. I think you're pretty much the same. I'd argue you're better at basketball now in terms of, like, the top end. Because, I mean, Arizona State can pretty much replace Oklahoma, and Arizona is going to replace Texas. Yeah. So you kind of just get whatever you get from uh, – you, and that's not even including Houston. I mean, you get what you get from Cincinnati's been good at basketball in the past. Uh, BYU's actually been okay at basketball in the past, too. So, I mean, you get what you get from them. Uh, UCF has almost never been good at basketball. They'll Utah, though, Utah, they've been, you know, as far as a. Utah's uh, played for the national title before, but they've also been bad in recent years. Same with Col- yeah. Colorado, has been mid. I, that's I mean, another thing. You got Dion in the Big 12 now. I mean,. Yeah, there's a lot of good things, a lot of exciting things with the Big 12. I think you're going to have to spin a wheel to find out who wins the Big 12 title in football most years. I don't really think there's going to be a proverbial favorite. I think like Utah will probably be like the main favorite for most years because Utah just has probably the best coach in terms of just like ability and tenure. And yeah. Program. So, I mean, we'll have to see what happens with that. But I, I think... Look, at the end of the day, it sucks to lose Pac-12. That was a 108-year-old conference. But at the same time, it's not like we're losing the Rose Bowl because the Rose Bowl is just going to be part of the 12-team playoff. So, I mean, like, it's not like we're losing the Big Ten Pac-12 matchup in the Rose Bowl. Not really. It's not like, you know, really, like, if Stanford and Cal end up in the ACC, then, like, I mean, Oregon State and Washington State are, like, the two teams that get left behind. You know, K-State would be a team that gets left behind. But, like, you know, does I mean, does anyone really care about Oregon State and Washington State that much? I would say yeah. no, especially with, like, K-State. K-State would be in the same boat. No one really cares about that either, so. Yeah. I don't know. You want to hear what comes next? What comes next? So there's a couple of rumors. So it, it also involved with the Stanford and Cal to the ACC talk is a third team, a third mystery team that I actually know. It's not really a mystery. That would help boost them from 15 to 18. And that would be, do you want to take a guess? Molly wants to guess. What, what do you think, Molly? What do you want to, what do you want to guess? That's what she said. SMU, who would be oh, there's a rumor that SMU will have uh, 200 million dollars in team donations 
funneled into this into the team so that way they can take no money from the TV deal. So they so pretty much they're trying to play there for free. Yeah, they're trying to buy they're trying to buy themselves in, you know? Essentially, yes. So like, that that's fun. Yeah, like here here's my money. I'm coming to the poker table, man. Well, really they're not buying their way in. They're just kind of like showing up and like yeah. kicked out. Um, but kind of the move so other than that, so you know, the the ACC with Florida State and all these other teams, you know, trying to dissolve the conference, blah, 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 blah. Uh, potentially, you know, if that doesn't happen, there's one more potential move. And it has been something that has been floated out last week, and it's possible, and we could see Big 12 scoop up the aforementioned no one cares, Washington and Oregon State, because they could absorb the Pac-12 property if those are the only two teams left, which means they can absorb the Pac-12 network, rebrand as the Big 12 network, produce games on there, and then sell that content to Amazon or Max or something like that. So keep an eye out for stuff like that. Um, everything else after that, not really sure. Greg Sankey is trying to say that they're not going to expand, but if Florida State... And uh, Clemson knock on the door. That t- that tenor might change. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you have any more questions for me? Any more questions that you think I need to answer for audience or anyone else? No, I mean this this has been a long time coming, um, and, and I'm sure this isn't the end. We're gonna we're in an ever changing time right now. It's gonna keep continue to change. I don't think we're gonna see stability in conferences for the next three years i would say it depends I, it, it does all depend but i i think we're gonna see you know it, it's gonna be changing quite a bit still it, it kind of depends on what the tv networks want and i mean the tv networks basically control this thing but like, yeah not in a colluding type sense. They basically just ESPN kind of lowballed the offer because they didn't want to spend any more money and Fox just didn't bid because Fox doesn't need to bid. And also Fox spent like a billion fucking dollars on the Big Ten. So yeah, I don't know. It's sad. It sucks. I was right. That's really all I care about. <laughs> Way to go. I am the king, the king of games. I've been on a Yu-Gi-Oh kick, Beans, by the way. I want to play Yu-Gi-Oh so bad. Good for you. I haven't seen those things. I haven't heard about that in forever. Wow. You are racist against the Japanese. I am not. I just, just isn't my cup of tea, man. Wow. Bigot. (laughs) All right, Beans. Did you want what? What else did we want to talk about today? Um. Oh, we got the Alvin Kamara suspension. I don't really care about that. It was three games. I know. I was a little shocked by that. Where you were. So Alvin Kamara takes a three-game suspension for basically, like, just what would you call that? Like assault, battery. You beat the shit out of some guy. Yeah, you beat the shit out of some guy. You would have gotten a zero-game suspension if it wasn't on film. Yeah, and I don't know. Are you really surprised that the NFL only gave him three games? Like, 
I know, I know like the terminology in that, in the rule, like in that area, it says it could be up to a year. No, here's the thing. The thread of like the rule and everything that I saw was, oh, it's gonna be for like the entire time in that thread. It was like, you can get up to this, but it's going to be four and probably like bargain down to three. And that, yeah, I think the fact that Kamara met with Goodell. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I'm not really shocked by this. Led no contest, took accountability for it. Is going yeah. to go to some classes, and he's going to get suspended three games. Like, and he's he did yeah. the fucking. It's like when you go to jail for like three years, but you get out in like two for good behavior. That's pretty much yeah, it. yeah. So like, he basically just laid low, wasn't a dick about it, took took everything legally on the chin and like the NFL just let it go away. <laughs> so three games. Like, I mean that again, this is the NFL's MO. Like, I don't, I don't get why people are so shocked about it. It's like, Oh yeah. They suspended him. Like re- the most drama, the backfield that backfield had this week is the, is Kareem hunt, like going to sign there and then suddenly not <laughs> going to Indy and then also not signing there. And says has he, he and per quote he has other offers. <laughs> I think it's other teams. Or you think it's just New Orleans? It's for sure got to be New Orleans. When when you read that, like obviously one of them has. It, to be New if there were more teams, he would have signed by now. I feel like so. Maybe, I don't think so. But as somebody who like just uh, like. Went to India or went to New Orleans, did the training and all that stuff, and passed the physical, and pretty much had a done deal and just said, "Nope, I'm going to go to Indianapolis real quick and see what they have to offer." I get it, like you're a business and you're you're a product of the business, and like you gotta gotta see which offers are out there. But uh, if I was New Orleans, I'd be like, "Ah, you know, three games isn't that bad. We can skate by." You know, I mean, I, again. I, if I were Kareem Hunt, I really wouldn't even want to go to New Orleans personally. Yeah, I mean, because I feel like I'm going to get cut after three games. Yeah, like your workload, and maybe maybe he's weighing that option out. Like maybe he's like, um, I'll be running back one slash two, maybe, and then you know, Kamara comes back. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to be running back two slash three. Like he's going to want to go somewhere where he's RB two, probably. Like, yeah, I mean, well, that's where I feel like. Indy is like the perfect spot, right? They, 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 like, they, yeah, like you yeah, have a chance to like your competition is Dion Jackson and like Evan Hall. And on top of that, like you know, Jonathan Taylor, he doesn't Ain't come that. back. You're you're RB one. He comes back. Guess what? You're still RB two. You're you're still gonna you're gonna still serve now, the different the purpose. Is is do you want an RB one workload on a like? RB like two vet contract though. Like let like let's think about it. Do you want like that big workload on that cheap a deal? Or would you rather have a cheap deal where you get less workload? But so like- he he's a little bit older. He's twenty-seven, I think, probably twenty-eight. And you know, we've seen this change here where running backs at this age just don't get loved like they used to. You take a deal where you get shared workload. You can extend your career out another two or three more years. That's what I'm saying is like if in, like is Indy unappealing 
because you're going to get too many carries. That, that could be true. How, yeah. how wild is that? It's like That is oh, crazy. You're like going to get used too much if you go here, so you actually don't want to take it because it'll hurt your chances at getting another contract. Now, I guess if he gets a big workload and he shows that he still has a little bit of it, then maybe. But, I mean, like, it's like Kenyon Drake. Like, Kenyon Drake just signed a different contract, wherever the hell Kenyon Drake signed a different contract. I, I, I just can't think of other teams that just, like, need somebody. They either got in. Uh, I mean, Arizona. Arizona. Maybe it's Arizona. Maybe. Maybe. He in Arizona. He could. Like, it's. Because Marlon Mack just blew out his fucking Achilles. God, that guy can't stay healthy to save his life. Yeah. Uh, fucking facts. <laughs> so other than that, no, there's not not very many news. Uh, training camp, Chris Jones still has not reported uh, to training camp for Kansas City. Uh, he put out a cryptic tweet at a tw- uh, X, a cryptid post on X the other day. Um, said, Casey, I love you. Fun fact, Sam Long, he tweeted that four days. He tweeted that same thing four days before he signed his next contract. Ah, it means he's signing another contract, right? Honestly. So I, he tweeted that out yesterday. I'm assuming here by the weekend, we're going to hear something about another contract being made. Or may not be made. But I feel like if a contract was going to get made he'd be reporting by now. And right now we haven't heard of anything. Uh, I know Mahomes is, it seems like whenever you hear the reports from like after, from after practices and everything, all the reporters are asking, you know, how is it without Chris Jones here? How is it without Chris Jones here? And it just seems like, how do I put this? Like, like they're screaming from a mountain saying, man, it'd be nice if Chris Jones was here, you know, kind of like poking the bear, like, even Andy Reid said, you know, like, uh, well, you know, these are just reps that he's missing out on some valuable reps and some, some wonderful time. Like he could be enjoying with his teammates. Just absolutely just, what do you expect out of Andy Reid? He's not going to hold back, but it's almost like he's poking the bear a little bit there. Yeah. I have a hard time, uh, not siding with players when they, uh, when it's time for them to get paid, you know what I mean? Now, yeah. on the same accord, I'm not going to, like, if, like, here's the thing. Kansas City is going to have a number for Chris Jones, and if Chris Jones doesn't want that number, then he either needs to play on his current contract or, like, needs to ask to be traded, right, to someone yeah. who will give him that. Like, that's kind of the thing, right? Like, I don't blame Chris Jones for wanting to get his bag, but, like, he needs to under- understand that like getting that bag might not be possible in Kansas city. And I think we're getting to this point here where honestly, I feel like Andy Reed and Brett Veach are just pissed. Like they're just like, you did the same shit last time you pouted, you cried, you put out cryptid posts. You would just like, you know, I mean, it's just a leverage thing. I mean, it is, I know it's all leverage and I'm sure his agents walking him hand in hand, Saying like you know this would help you here. What this do you was think those meetings are like. Does like the agent just send a text like, oh bro, you gotta send out like a fucking message about how much you love Kansas City to like help with these contract negotiations. Like is that I, what happens? I'm sure. To the point, 
Or do the players just do like dumb shit on their own? I'm sure it's like a, it's kind of 50 50. I'm sure like, you know, like Chris Jones is probably in his feelings a lot. So a lot of these posts are probably cryptic. So, uh, and they're him doing these. But as far as like his agent, I'm sure he's running a few things by his agent. The one about the song lyrics or whatever, where he's like, you know, getting out of town or something like that. Like, I'm sure like that was something I feel like that's something an agent would say, like, hey, man, like, throw this out there, you know, see what happens. I again, I don't. I don't care about any of the social media. I don't even think the social media stuff works. (laughs) I don't think so either, because I think it just makes like I think it makes your situation worse. I think, honestly, like uh, doing this your second time. In the last four years, like I, I think Brett Feach is like you're being a baby. <laughs> I'm not saying Chris I, Jones I is a baby. It just seems childish. I I think he's just gonna get resigned. He will. He will. What it is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I also don't care if he's missing camp. He's 30 years old. He doesn't need to be in fucking camp. No, he doesn't need to get hurt. He does you know, these preseason snaps, but aren't as, you know necessary I mean, I right now play about two series in preseason like per game just to like you know get his feet because here's what's gonna happen dude i already know how this ends we're gonna sign him to a contract extension probably in about a week's time and then he's gonna spend the next two to three weeks trying to get back into shape because he's probably not like in nfl because this happened last year or the last not here's, last year but the last time chris jones is in shape for like a normal person. Chris Jones is like an elite level of shape for any normal person. That is not a professional athlete, like being in shape, right? Exactly. So like, he's not going to be in shape. And what's going to happen is, is he going to show up the, like the first two weeks, Chris Jones is going to get like a soft tissue injury because he's not in shape and didn't get any reps in. And he's going to get a soft tissue injury. He's going to be out for about a month. And then it's going to linger, and then he's going to, like, be kind of just whatever through the entirety of the whole season. And then everyone's going to say how he, like, fell off, and then he might turn it up in the playoffs despite, like, the injury. But then everyone's going to talk about how he fell off and everything, and he's going to have to deal with that, and he's going to be mad about people saying that he fell off and all this other shit. Yeah, no, we've we've seen this song and dance before. I mean, he did this. He came into camp last time he was in contract negotiations. He came back out of shape and, you know, he didn't really produce much first. Honestly, I think four or five games, uh, I'll have to go back and look at those numbers, but like the first four or five games, it took him a while before he finally got his first sack. Yeah. I mean, look, dude, like we, we already know, we, we know where this is going. It's, it's easy. Like yeah. if Chris Jones signs a contract extension or even if he does it and balls out in the first, like, month like out the gate and like isn't injured and like plays really well all season i'd be shocked um reports are for this contract it's um astronomical from what i've heard it's it's breaking everybody's deals for d tackle well no shit that's how contracts work in the nfl nowadays yeah like it's like the next person like oh this person signed the bet highest paid contract this is this person this person so you know think we're gonna sign to that genuinely don't think we're gonna do it you think he settles no i don't actually yeah 
I think Chris Jones is probably going to uh, – I mean, look, here's the thing. Chris Jones has two Super Bowls and a lot of all pros. And, like, if he just leaves and isn't, like, an asshole like Tyreek, he's going to be very well received in the next five to ten years when we, like, put him in the ring of honor, right? Yeah. Now, here's what I would say to Chris Jones. I think that you need to realize that this is just a personal thing for me. I think that there's just not enough difference between like, we'll just say 30 and 25 million to legitimately jeopardize your chance at making it to the hall of fame. Exactly. Because the thing is, is Chris Jones Chris Jones is always going to be compared to Aaron Donald in this era because Aaron Donald is one of the greatest defensive tackles to ever put on the pads. And, like, Chris Jones is missing out on so many, like, first-team All-Pro and, like, Defensive Player of the Year-like opportunities because of fucking Aaron Donald. You know what I mean? So it almost feels like if he wants to make the Super Bowl, he needs to win, like, you know, beyond he needs to be like the undisputed best defensive player on about four Super Bowl teams. Yes. And I feel like you're throwing away the chance to get a lot of money to go like play for God knows who. Like we'll just call it the Bears, right? Like, yeah, that makes Bears, sense because Ryan Poles and Yeah, like the Bears trade for him. Or whatever, and that might not end up working because they traded their first. Well, no, they didn't trade their first. Excuse me. Regardless, like you know, you get traded to the Bears, and what happens? Like you put up good stats, but like you don't win anything. And like, I mean, you still might make the Hall of Fame, but like you're not. I don't know. I I think you decrease your margin for error on making it to the Hall of Fame if you stay the Chiefs. But that's just me. Here's one tell for me that says like we that we don't sign Chris Jones and that it's converting Mahomes' money. We have yet to have done that. And that's something that Brett Veach has been holding on in his back pocket for a while now. And it's so so what that does is you can convert some of Mahomes' salary base salary into guaranteed money, freeing up cap space you know it i'm not saying it's a much but if i remember right the last time i looked it would free up like three or four million that three or four million is a difference between you know getting a deal done and not um so i think they're trying if i were to be a betting man i think they're trying to save that for like in-season moves yeah yeah like oh we we've lost heaven forbid i don't want this to happen knock on wood but like you know Kelsey goes down or Taylor, Jawan Taylor is down. Now we need to, now we need to find a right tackle. Yeah. Like it's save it for a rainy day fund. I'm sure that's what they're doing, but that is one big tell for me saying like, okay, chiefs, chiefs aren't going to do this because they haven't freed that space up yet. I I feel like they would free the space up when it gets close though. Yeah. No. So if we see that happen, you do it. It's happening. Oh, I'm, I trust me. I'm on spot rack all the time and like refreshing screens. Like, all right. Has Convones, has Mahomes converted any of his salary? Nope. Not yet. Okay. All right. We're we're, we're rolling. Uh, Dude, I I love spot rack. I got a uh, update from my unverified source. 
All right, things to watch for over the upcoming days. <clears throat> ACC voting on adding Calford and Son. That's actually Alfred and Son. That's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> Calford is obviously Cal and Stanford and Son yeah. is the SMU. Yeah. Those who uh, are just now listening in. Uh, could happen tonight. ACC Network gets auto in-conference market increase in carriage, in carriage fee. So. I don't know, more money, essentially. Um, Notre Dame vote will likely be will be key as there are five schools adamantly against westward expansion with weak football, and Notre Dame wants Stanford. So Notre Dame does get a vote in the ACC, despite the fact that they don't play football in the ACC, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, Big 12 vetting its final schools tomorrow. And then meeting Friday to assess the landscape. That's your Oregon State, your Wazoo's, your San Diego States, maybe SM. I don't know who else. Probably not SMU at this juncture. Uh, Mountain West not quote waiting out Stanford and Cal decision unquote. They're waiting out the ACC and Big Twelve to see if there's any schools left to add. So vulturing. And then the big one. Do not believe anything. Sankey is saying, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, who literally yeah. said today that he was opposed to all this expansion. In fact, believe the opposite is what he said. Um, yes. Greg Sankey is the reason we're all here, so, you know, fuck him. It would be really funny if the SEC added like a uh, team that wasn't contiguous with them, so that way all these people gaslighting about how they're contiguous can. Yeah. Also, if you want um, to listen to my unverified source, he's actually going to be on Thread or on uh, Spaces tonight. He'll be on at the Space Nights uh, tonight at eight. I think. I think that's 8 o'clock. But he is on the East Coast, so. Yeah. It says 8 p.m., so that might actually be 7. So, you know, he'll be answering realignment stuff. Yeah. You never know. You never know. I had a, I ate a uh, Carolina Reaper today. Oh, God. Are you okay? Yeah, bro. Okay. So, like, they, they had one pepper, and so they cut off, like, a sprinkle size, like, of the pepper, I guess. I don't know. Like, it wasn't big. It was, like, I don't even know how big. Like, it, it was so small that there's really not even a good measurement to tell you, like, how big it was. Yeah. It, it would be, like, it, it, it would have fit on, like, a nail head, right? Like, that's about how big it was. Okay. I ate it, dude. That shit fucking hurt. <laughs> like, I don't even want to know what would have happened if I would have eaten the whole thing. Because, like, I ate it. First off, I, like, got called an idiot for doing this. And then someone, like, touched, you know, their nether regions. Oh, no. Um, and they had their own pain. Um, immediate, because, like, they cut it off and, like, it plopped in my hand, I put it in, and then I immediately washed my hands. Because, like, when I ate the world's hot <laughs> shit, I did this, because I just, like, 
did took the dust off like that. Yeah. I did that without oh. washing my hands. And like this burnt. Oh. Like it, it wasn't like bad, but like it was my skin was irritated. Yeah. And so I immediately washed my hands. I dude, that thing was in like process of flaming for like 30 minutes. And I kid you not, my stomach was getting upset. And it was literally just like a nail head, like the flat part of the nail head. Like it wasn't even like, dude, it was so small. I was like breathing out through my mouth or whatever. And like it was making, it was making me salivate because it was so hot. Did you have milk? No. And we were, we were in like this area where like I didn't have my water bottle with me because I wasn't anticipating eating it. Like we were going to have. We were just gonna, so they, we have a coworker who's um like whole thing is like he loves spicy food and he took he took the bite and like you couldn't even he made a face and that was it you couldn't even tell that he was hurting. Oh my god, he's insane. We think we think like he can't actually taste spice. Like we think it's like really muted for him. Huh? He was talking about he he asked the guy who brought it if he because he grew it. The guy grew it. Yeah. And he asked him if he had some so he could make some like, jelly out of it. And we oh. like, it's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with oh. you? Bro, I think ketchup is spicy. What? <laughs> He's a white boy, I know. <laughs> you know where we should take you for this weekend, then? What's there's that? A burger, there's a place called the Pennant uh-huh. in Topeka. They got a burger called the Triple Threat. And it's hmm. got jalapeno like straws oh. on it habanero like aioli oh. or like no wait no wait excuse me it is it, it does have jalapeno straws but it's got jalapeno jam is what it is yeah habanero aioli and ghost pepper cheese that shit is fire and oh. fire I, I can't I can't do spice. I'll do peanut butter on my burger, but I won't do yeah, spice. We should take you there for this weekend. Oh my god. I'm you excited mean, for I'm excited for this weekend. I'm not excited for blowing out my butthole. Ooh, by the way, everyone, uh congratulate Bean. Send him something on Twitter or in a text message. It's his bachelor party this week. Woo! If I'm still sober by 10 a.m., it's a loss. Are we going to be able to drink at the auction? It's not an auction. Is it an auction? No, it's not an auction. Okay, I was about to say, I'm like, I don't have money to auction. I have money to purchase. Really, all I want to do, the only reason I brought that up being is I wanted to let the audience know that you're golfing. And really, I just wanted them to have that visual, like, in their mind. Okay, so we're playing 18 holes. I haven't golfed in... We're not playing 18. We're playing 9. I thought we were doing 18. Are are we really going to play... Are we playing the same course twice? Yeah, you can. Well, I, so, I know you can. I didn't know if we actually wanted to. We'll, we'll decide. It sounded like we wanted to. I will play eight. I will play eighteen if everyone wants to play eighteen. I don't think everyone's going to want to play eighteen. Well, considering the fact that two of us don't golf religiously, talking about Gavin and I, <laughs> oh, we don't even own. We don't even own who clubs. Two are like the least. Flex, flexible people to have on a sports podcast, by the way. I like told this to Cody last week, and I'm I sure you'll be complaining about I, it because you I heard it. The show. 
You guys have zero range, and it is infuriating. Range? About what? All you do is talk about football. I can't talk to, talk to you about baseball. I can talk about well, I can talk about a little bit about the Royals. They've been on a hot streak lately. I mean, they kind of got, you know, they lost last yeah, night. But yeah. Really, again, this is really less of like sports thing. We've now gone into the portion where I'm, you know, assaulting beans with my words and he's having to defend himself. But like we the NBA finals happened and we didn't talk about it at all when we had nothing else to talk about because you two do not watch basketball. Our audience doesn't want it, man. They don't want it. We listen to our audience. I don't even think... What audience? <laughs> We're a man of the people. We're like Barstool. We're Dave Portnoy, man of the people. Well, specifically, man, more like man of the person. <laughs> I, I suppose people is the plural version as well, but it's really just a person. You know what? When NBA comes around, I'll give you your 10 minutes every episode. The NBA 10 minute. I can't... You want me to talk like just talk into the void for ten minutes about NBA? I'll just I'll just sit here, shake my head. If Gavin's on, hopefully he's on. <laughs> oh man! Surely football with football season coming around, like he's got to be on, right? His house has oh. got to be done by then, Absolutely. right? Dude, he's gonna be even more swamped because he's going He's going to games on the weekend, so he can't. He went to games house. on the weekends before. Uh, I don't know, beans. Like he's surely gonna want to put his e input on the Ethernet. Okay, actually, <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, this is like a straight up dunking of Gavin here, real quick. <laughs> well, he's not here. He's working on his remember, house. Do you remember um Twenty Two Jump Street? Yeah. You remember the end of Twenty Two Jump Street where they have like twenty three and twenty four? Yeah, yeah, twenty four. Yeah. This is the point in like the montage of that where Gavin is right now is the point where Seth Rogen is like filling in for Jonah Hill and they're <laughs> acting like nothing is like weird. <laughs> and then like, like Gavin will come back in during football season to give his opinions and we'll be like, Oh, hey, it's, it's good to have you back. And it's like, what contract dispute? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that feels like what it is, but it feels like what it is. And you know what? I love you, Gavin. That's why we, I you. I'm excited to golf with Gavin. We should have a betting line I've for the six. Gavin before you have. Yeah, he was all right. I mean, Sucked, and I'm probably the least golfed person in our yeah, group. Gavin, we walked that course too. Oh my god. Ooh, we'll at least have carts. I'm excited, dude. Dude, fifteen bucks for a course? You can't beat that. I I mean no, but the course is crap. So ah. Uh, uh, it's not yeah. crap. It doesn't have a range, though. See, the problem is, is like I wanted to go to the range because I need to like figure out how I'm gonna hit my driver. Like I don't, I don't need to hit like a hundred balls, but I need to take about ten tee shots and like ten pitch shots and like ten iron shots. You can do what I do and just show up, wing it. Well, that's what I do, but like I, I'm trying to. Wing. So all right, I'm going to put this into perspective. So, like, my slice is so horrible. Like, if I want to go straight, I'll have to literally aim. Like, means I can help fix your shot. Oh, it's going to take a it, probably 16 holes to fix. Okay, well, beads, 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 beads. So it's slight. So okay, so you're hitting 
like a baseball. I, I swing. I, yeah, I have too much of a baseball swing. Yeah. So you're you're going like this, right? Yeah. I'm all I'm all arms and hips. Yeah, I know. So it's it's going away from you, right? It's going yeah. all the way to the right. Back up. You know Back why he's doing that, right? No. Because your club face is ain't your. So if your club face is flat. Yeah. Like this, it's going to hit it straight because that's how club faces work. Yeah. What's happening is is you're hitting it like this because you're not rotating your like shoulders all the way through. Uh-huh. So you need to back up because if you think about when you swing a club, it's here and you come like this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it's going this way, you need to back. Well, I might have it backwards. You might need to scoot up, scoot up if you're over rotating. No, because if you're, because the club coming through would come through like this. So you're hitting it like this as the club face is coming through like that. So you need to back up and then you'll just hit it square. We need a live tweet square. to our audience. Really? Like beans, where do you like drive from? Like, so if, if like your nose is center, like where do you drop drive from? I line my left foot up with it. Okay. I, that's normally what I do, and then I was slicing bad, and then I took like I I literally scooted behind the you you would you would have had to have seen it to believe it. You can ask Aaron and Trey. I backed up like four to six inches behind the ball. Yeah, and then just like hit it, and I hit like a three hundred foot drive or like a two hundred fifty foot drive. I mean, Patrick Mahomes swings his clubs like a baseball bat, and, like, he does fine. Well, again, here's the thing, Beans. You can swing the club however you want. Here's the thing. You need to do one of two things. You either need to stand in the same exact spot every single time and adjust how you hold or swing the club. Yeah. Or you need to swing the club and hold the club the same way every single time and adjust where you stand. See, that's the thing. Like, I, this is going to be fun. I'm excited. I, here's the thing, though. If we're playing 18, like, the back nine doesn't count. I'm not, in, I am too fat and will be too hot to actually, like, last for those last nine holes. Those last nine holes are just damage control of me not losing too many balls. <laughs> we need oh, to go to six also. Yeah, we'll need to go to like the academy or something. So I can get a bucket of balls because I'm down to like my last like 10 to 20. We need a live tweet like betting lines like, you know, how much money are we going to spend at the K-State sale over or under? Of- you know what we could do, Beans? You know, we're playing that poker game afterwards. We could have the buy-in be 25 bucks and then the winner of the golf game doesn't have to pay. And so like like 30, I feel like we should do it between groups. Like, like, mm. Oh, Oh, so like like Gavin versus me, you, I would probably pair you with like Brett just for like, Oh, we should pick teams is what we should do. Oh, we should do that. Oh, then I'd probably pick like Brett because he golfs quite a bit. I think. Well, who would be the other captain? Would it just be probably Jacob? So it'd come down between like Sam. Sam does it recreationally. Jacob, I, I feel like I feel like I'm Jacob's probably the most. I feel like Jacob's the one that does it the most. 
I think he's more like actively golfing because every time I text him, he's like, not every time, but like there's times where I'm texting him. He's like, I'm on the course. And so, um, so I feel like Jacob's like one Oh one. And then like probably a race for Sam and Brett and you in there. Probably going to be Sam, then Brett maybe. And then like the race for last is like, Gavin's winning it, but then like I'm like coasting. I'm like walking. So you and Gavin could just pick teams. Yeah, we could do that. Will we do two teams of three or three teams of two? We could just figure it out, I guess. Yeah. I'm just I'm thinking um I was just thinking if we all six kept our scores, then like we could have a winner and they just wouldn't have to pay for poker. Yeah. Um I have cornhole boards. I beat him. The other day, but pretty good at golfing. Yeah, I, I got uh, some cornhole boards courtesy of Gary. Uh, thank you for um, letting us borrow these boards. Oh, Gary, um, uh, got some. I also have some darts. Um, I'm gonna bring those. I don't know if we're gonna actually use them for beer darts or anything, but it's nice to have. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna like bring like everything, and it's like, oh, we're not gonna do any of this. We're not gonna do all of this thing. Thank no. you for listening to us cocked about our weekend. I'm sure it's exceedingly awful content to listen to. Yeah. Um, my last takeaway is um, so we have the poker set. Our, our, we're playing like big blind, small blind, right? Like we're going, we're going like real shit, right? I I think so. I haven't played in like two uh, years, yeah. two or three years. Yeah. Here, because here's the thing: if everyone like Annie's on every hand, like it's not like you know. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. like big blind, small blind kind of has to be like how it goes. I used to think not, but then like everyone likes to go all in, like on their fucking trash ass hand. No, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not gonna expose how I bet. So what's the uh, what's the first Annie, bro? If we're doing like twenty twenty five, gonna start off with like two bucks and one dollar. We're gonna start off with like one buck fifty cent. You gotta start thinking about these things, man. I think, yeah, probably like probably probably one buck fifty cent. Yeah, we just gonna increase it by like, I mean, you we'll just have to decide how we. I would imagine we'd increase it as we go around the table like a couple times. Yeah. Oh, dude, wait! After we go to Dick's, we gotta go to the. uh, We gotta go to. uh, Words. Shit, what the, the fridge? That's right. Oh, the fridge. Yeah. Fucking cigar for playing poker, brother. Oh yeah, they're gonna have to get those too. Unless we're playing inside, I'm not gonna smoke inside. Yeah, we can't do it inside. That's like off limits. No bueno. But if there's like a uh, porch, there's area, a patio. There's a patio. Oh yeah, if we're playing on the patio, dude, I'm smoking a stogie while we're fucking we're playing. Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm glad. I'm glad everybody's gonna be there this weekend. Excited to excited to hang out with the boys. The boys. The boys. Kills you in a uh, snorkeling accident. Yep. Money. Yep. So I better share these moments now while I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> you got? Uh, you got anything else we want to talk about sports related or like we? Uh, Actually, yeah, let, 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 I've got one more topic. Um, what is what is one player NFL you are excited for this season? It doesn't have to be fantasy related. It's just who are you excited for this season? Who am I excited? I mean, I hope Deuce Vaughn. 
I mean, I, I would like to hope it'd be Deuce, but he's a six-round running back, so I'm not terribly excited for that. Um, I uh, I think an interesting just core, uh, group that would be I, – I think an interesting group. If Michael Thomas is actually going to be healthy, I kind of do want to see what the Saints do with a healthy Michael Thomas, a Chris Olave, or a Sheed Shaheen. Like I had to, yeah. that that room is low key kind of gas, and I kind of want to see how it like works together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I think that's kind of an exciting. And that room. tight end room is like like Juwan Johnson, uh, Taysom Hill, and you got Jimmy Graham. Uh, Jimmy Graham. That four. I can't say his name. Marlboro, Mob Fabo guy. Whatever the guy that had cancer. Anyways. You got oh, like a pretty the guy with cancer. What the fuck was his name? I can't say his name. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, no. Um, anyways, yeah, Moreau. Uh, anyways, that's like that's a pretty good like tight end room right there. And oh, you got Derek Carr's gonna have to fucking deliver the paper this year, dude. If he doesn't, oh boy. And on top of that, you got like a really good running back room. Jamal Williams, you got he's gone for three games, but Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller, you know, can fill in in the meantime. And then Kamara comes back, and you got a really good running back room. Trying to sneak Kendra Miller in there because he's the owner of him in fantasy, like we wouldn't notice. I'm excited for Kendra Miller next year. You shouldn't be. (laughs) I'm excited for Kendra Miller next year. That's a shame. You should be excited for uh, what's his nuts? Juan uh, A chain. Yeah, A chain. That's who I would be excited for. I, I do like my. I, did, I I took him in both my leagues this year. There, there's a reason. I and I somehow ended up with Kendra Miller, and that means <laughs> me to know. Actually, I got Kendra Miller like in the early second round in that 14 team league, so I'm not mad about it. Um, uh, let's see. Who am I excited? Honestly, like I'm not gonna say this because I have him in fantasy. Like I'm just overall in general, like ready for this guy to either burst on the scene or tear my heartstrings apart again. Um, Terrace Marshall. Like I think there's a shut the fuck. I think there is a chance where I think I am writing days. I am really like looking forward to the season. Like I'm not, I, I, I think he's going to be pretty good receiver this year. Why? Give me one reason. Dude, he's been young. He's been young this whole time. He's had yeah. shitty quarterback. He's had PJ Walker throwing to him. Like what, like what do you expect? He's had <laughs> Matt rule was a skeleton of a coach. You could have had a fucking ghost coaching that team, what and they would have. When he was the season when he wasn't the coach, though, Beans. You have a filling coach. The coach is just there, just like I'm here for a little bit, and then like I'm they fired. Yeah, they won a lot of games with him. They did, they did, but still, and guess what? He produced in those games that he was in. We didn't. Yes, he did. No, we didn't. Yes, he did. No, we didn't. Yes, he did. I had him on my roster. I know he fucking didn't. He did pretty good. He did not. He didn't do like, it's not the numbers. It's the, um, how would you put this? 
What do you mean? You can't say that he produced and then say it's not about the numbers. That doesn't make any fucking sense. As far as like uh, every made, every chance, I every chance, every opportunity to. he got to either get the ball, make a catch, or make something happen, he did. Every opportunity. It was very slim. And he was only, what, 21 years old at 22 years? He is 23 years old this year. Now. He's 23. He's a young buck. Most people are graduating college and playing football as a rookie this year. So he's he's had to have some time. And he's had nobody to shadow. He's had DJ Moore, but, you know, he's gone now. In the last five games, Terrace Marshall played 85, 89, 93, 88, and 93% of the snaps. He earned one, three, 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 and three targets. Got one reception, three reception, two, two, two receptions, and had two 50-yard games. So I will give you that he caught a couple of deep passes in a couple of games. The others, 18, 15, 23. All I'm saying is he he made it, he had an opportunity every time and he made made something out of it. I he think over 50 yards six times last year. I, I'm excited for him. I, you know, I get. I'm going to get a lot of backlash. I'm excited. I, I am rooting you deserve all of the backlash. I am a rooting, tooting for Terrace Marshall this year. It's not because I'm a fantasy owner of his. I promise. Like, if I didn't own him in fantasy, like he is one player. Like, I'm like, I kind of am looking forward to how he does this year. He's got Bryce Young throwing to him. Confirmed. Terrace Marshall in games where he, whatever. I'm excited. I I don't know why you're excited about it. I don't either. Raheem Shaheen. Okay, one second, Bees. I'm pretty sure Raheem Shaheen played for just as bad of a quarterback. Andy Dalton's a little bit better. I was going to say Andy Dalton's. A bad quarterback. Excuse me. A bad quarterback. And put up better stats. Raheem Sheen was 23 last year. So I will give you that this would be the same season. But Rashid Shaheen put up a snap percentage over 70% twice. And went over 50 yards five times. <laughs> so he was just better. But was he the wide receiver too? What the fuck do you think Terrace Marshall was? Wide receiver three? Who was he below? I have DJ no idea. I, I didn't. Who would have been on their roster last year? It would have been DJ Moore. Is it Shy Smith, notable draft bus, LaVisca Chenault? Like he's behind draft bus and bad players, beans. He had Matt Rule coaching. Not for half the season. And look what he did. Nothing. <laughs> I'm excited. I don't know why. I'm excited. I couldn't. I can't sit here and uh, and understand why you're excited. I'm excited. I like to pre draft. You know that like reception perception broke down his like routes after his rookie year, and he like had the same archetype as Devontae Parker, where he generated zero separation and and made zero contested catches. <laughs> So not only is he a bad route runner, he's not a good jump ball player. As of two years ago, so he as of two years ago, he might be better. He was young. He might be better. He was twenty one. 
Yeah. You know who else was 21? Uh, Jamar Chase was like 21. And like Jalen Waddle was like 21, 22. And like yeah. D.A. was 21. But their situations were a little bit better. Um, I would disagree. <laughs> On who? On uh, Jalen Waddle. How is that not better? Because Tua fucking stunk two years ago. I'd still think Tua was better than PJ Walker. Again, like, I, I just feel very much like you are overrating <laughs> the badness of the quarterback. I just love throwing out a shitty name and just watching your reaction. Again, this feels very much like the whole Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton thing with, like, Drew Locke and, like, Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe Russell Wilson was not bad. Maybe those receivers just aren't good. Don't you own Jerry Judy? I do. Okay. He's the better, ver- he's, he's the better receiver than Cortland Sutton in terms of a talent standpoint. A hot take. Marvin Mims is the better receiver. Whatever. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't believe that for a second. Marvin Mims <laughs> is KJ Hamler all over again. <laughs> that, that, that's all I had. What's that? I said Jerry Judy is at least an elite route runner. He is a good route runner. I, I just love throwing shitty names out there and watching your reaction. I'll, I'll come up with another one next week and see what see what you have to say. Oh, shit, you could probably come up with one right now. You just have to <laughs> name someone from your fucking team. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man, you probably think you're so fucking smart stacking Bryce Young and fucking uh, Terrace Marshall. And at one point, I had Adam Thielen. I just buy in on the low teams and see who's a who, see who's a. Then I'll trade you Adam Thielen and a first round pick for George Pickens right now on air. Nope. No. Okay. No. 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 I just buy. I just buy low on shit. Uh, shitty teams with some potential players, and then when they break out, break out. I'll sell them. Have you ever been able to sell anyone? Not yet. We haven't had the season yet. But we we did Dynasty last year too. That was a startup league. Yeah. The same I startup league I traded like three first round picks for for Patrick Mahomes. So I don't know why the fuck you did that. That was stupid. All right, do you got a thought provoking moment, or are we done here? No, that that was really. Uh, I know, but I have a hot take. I'll take a hot take. All right, peeing sitting down is not not masculine. I I enjoy sitting down. Like I mean don't don't demoralize a guy who's sitting down and peeing. I wanna here's my thing. It's not even about the peeing aspect. I I, I just wanna be on this thing. Yes. Like how how, it, how fuck am I supposed to like, you know, scroll on Twitter while I'm like standing up? I gotta like have my fucking one hand on my crotch to like aim and I gotta like have my other hand scrolling, and I can't put my eyes in both places. It's easier. It's just much easier to sit and scroll. Yeah, it's it's just you know like don't don't demoralize me. It's cleaner. It's a lot cleaner. Sorry. I mean, in my perspective, it's a lot cleaner. Oh, I mean, you can clean the toilet bowl like when you're staying. You can, yeah, but you know, like. It, 
I don't know. It's it's a little bit more effort, but you know, sometimes it's just nice to just sit down and be being certified pea sitter. Not all the time. Like I'd say like I will say for like every five pisses, at least I would say at least two two of them I'm sitting down. I'd say mine's probably higher than that. You think so? Like three? Like I'd go three. I'd I'd say three fifths. Yeah. I I don't I never actually like thought about my what my ratio is. I mean if I'm like look, I mean if I'm playing Xbox with the guys and you get back, then like I'm standing. But if I like if I'm just like taking a piss, then like because normally like going one means that I'm going two at the same time a lot of times too. So but, like, you know, well, not every exactly. pee-pee is a poo-poo, but not every poo- but every poo-poo, there's a pee-pee, you know? Exactly. So, I yeah. mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Do you wash your hands when you pee? Yes. Every time? Yes, because I'm not disgusting. I, we've had this conversation. Yeah, I know we've had this conversation. I know. <laughs> you, you think that because you, like, wash your, you know, nethers every time that you touching them like isn't like fucking gross as if like everything around the idea of like excrementing anything isn't just gross in the slightest and you should just wash your hands because it takes like 10 seconds that's the crazy thing though i will take the 10 seconds to pretend that i've washed my hands like i'll take the effort of like taking the 10 seconds pretending I wash my hands over just actually just like washing my hands, you know? Well, that just makes you fucking stupid and bad at time management. <laughs> this is a, again, this is a conversation we've had and I'm not coming off of like my opinion. You should just wash your fucking hands because your hands are gross. <laughs> I'll be sure to shake your hand this weekend. Your hand's going to be gross when I shake it. My hand is gross. I'll be sure to tell you. I'm like fiddling around sheet metal that's like have people sweat on it. Laser dust is falling on it. Grease is all over it. Like weld oxide crap is falling. Like, dude, you don't want to. Like, I'm not not washing my hands to get that shit clean after I like come back out of the shop. And like, I'm not. And like, I'm not making. Really, I'm washing my hands before I take a piss because I don't want to touch my junk with any of that shit. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I, I would I would agree with that one, yeah. But I'm still washing it after because I still want to make sure that my hands are clean when I'm in the office. Gavin would have been a great person to have on here for this conversation. Yeah, I, I don't even know what Gavin's opinion is on this, which is sad because, again, we've done it before. I know. We've had this conversation. I don't know. There, I'm not going to name names, but there's one person who, like, you know, ne- who, like, told me that they never wash their hands when they go pee, and, like, I don't look at that person. I still remember that. They told me that, like, in 2018, and I still remember that about them. I haven't looked at them the same way since. Rebuttal? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's been our show. I, it was a great day for me to talk nonsense and absolutely victory lap conference realignment. 
But it's now time for us to uh, get today's sponsor, Taco Bell. Taco Bell, live moss for dinner. So, Beans, in lieu of any final words, we want to thank everyone again for joining us today. It was a time and a half. Make sure to follow us at underscore, underscore, F3S. That is underscore, underscore, F3S. Our unverified source has tweeted. What a way to cap off. Uh, It's the space. Well, I'm going to be going and listening to the space. It was a pleasure talking to all of you today. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you up next time next week. Peace out, and God bless. Peace.